Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Jay, and this is the Rewatch Podcast. I watch movies all the time. Then I like to rewatch them, and sometimes I'll even watch them again. It doesn't matter if they're good or bad or just downright terrible. I'm going to watch them and then tell you all about them. And sometimes I'll have special guests join me. This is the Rewatch Podcast. Welcome back to the Rewatch Podcast. I am Jay Thomas, and yes, my voice is still a little bit not quite back, but it's close enough that I thought we could get together. Chris Schlichting has returned after a very long absence. Chris, welcome back. Hello, it's nice to be back. Uh, yeah, you do, your voice sounds. You've been doing karaoke. What's going on? Your voice sounds. I, just, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it just disappeared one day. I got done doing <laughs> my radio show, and all of a sudden, it cracked a little bit while I was talking to the cats like a crazy person, and then it was just gone. I was like, you what know, just if I, happened? Cl- I close my eyes, you sound a little bit like Megan. <laughs> you sound that voice. Uh, that is one thing we are talking about today is uh, the the very popular movie Megan that I've been wanting to talk about for a while. But I thought, you know, a killer doll, there's someone that needs to be on this show with me. So I had to get a hold of Chris. He had to come back. Not to mention, you have a brand new comedy album that we're going to talk all about in a little bit. Yes. Uh, but first, what do you say we talk about Megan? Katie, you lost your parents. Welcome home. You're my niece. I'm going to do everything I can to make this place feel like home. I just wish I could see them again. I don't even take care of my own plants. I have this project at work. Do you want to see? Yes. Ever since I was little, I dreamed of this perfect toy that would protect a kid from ever feeling lonely or sad. This is Megan. Hi, Megan. I'm Katie. It's nice to meet you, Katie. Do you want to hang out? Okay. Megan, your goal is to protect Katie from harm, both physical and emotional. Is that a doll? Model 3 generative android. Megan, for short. I can't believe you made this. I love it. Wanna hang out, yeah, sounds like fun. Great job. It's nice to have a friend. It's honestly like she's part of the family now. They could be building emotional connections that are too hard to untangle. She's the happiest she's been since her parents died. Eat the toppings, Katie. Research shows if you force a child to eat vegetables, they'll be less likely to choose those foods as adults. Is that so? Yes. Experts say... Megan, turn off. I thought we were having a conversation. Does she talk? Make her say something. Stop! Don't! Megan! You should probably run. Megan, she pushed Brandon onto the road. I won't let anything harm you. Megan, turn off. Recalibrating response model. (laughs) Megan! What's wrong with you? Don't worry, Katie. I won't let anything harm you. Ever again. I guess I'm the go-to guest whenever we cover uh, killer dolls. And I'm, and I'm I'm very proud of that. I'm not saying that even me. Um, I love that. 
Although I will say I do need to, I do have a bone to pick with you with the fact that you still haven't watched the Chucky series, have you? I, I have it all DVR'd. It's ready to go. It's locked <laughs> and loaded. The first the first two I, I enjoyed. I've watched two episodes. And what season? Are we on like two seasons yet? Or what are we on? They've at? done two full ones, yeah. Okay. I'll, and, I'll, and- I'll, I'll watch them all, and then we can maybe have another chat again. <laughs> I'm just happy for uh, my girl, uh, Jennifer Tilly, because she's involved with all of them, isn't she? And she's all in. I mean, she there's there's a whole episode that is the most meta Jennifer Tilly episode. Like her <laughs> sister's in it and people from her old movies. I it's love it. A, it's a crazy like whodunit episode featuring the character of Jennifer Tilly, which love is it. the best. Love it. She's a good she's <laughs> a good follow on Instagram, too. You were sending me stuff and I just follow her. Oh, yeah. She's, she's always no, she's great. Cool stuff. Yeah. <laughs> if, if only Megan could have. Uh, gotten jennifer tilly to also be in it but i yeah. do have hopes universal studios owns both chucky and megan Uh-oh. so fingers crossed we will get a crossover at some point yeah but i just feel bad for uh God, what's what's the what's the bride's name tess tiffany tiffany what did i get tess from but tiffany yeah that's <laughs> i i hope there's not like a trying a love trying although i don't know megan's supposed to be what 12 or something something like that yeah it'd be really uncomfortable know. well with with megan if if it, you guys haven't seen it uh it basically it's a movie about a, a an android like a a super toy essentially that is is made for kids i guess um the movie and i love the way the movie starts the movie starts with this fake commercial for like a Furby-ish Furby, character. Yeah, it reminds me of a Furby. It's like a next-gen Furby. <laughs> and the great. Furby it's is, so funny. It's, it starts off with a commercial for this, uh, these Furby-like things who have a very distinct, they interact. It's mostly about a lot of poop humor with yes. the Furbies, and it's just kind of glazed over, but yeah. I mean, it's like an, it's almost like an SNL sketch, like one of their fake commercials. Um, and I yeah, and I thought and that was a great way to start the movie. And it's just really uh, hammering in on the fact that you know even the kid in the commercial is like constantly looking down at her iPad, which controls mm-hmm. the Furby, and it's just she's like I noticed she's like hunched over, like it's not what parents want their kids to be buried in an iPad, and no. this girl is just really just elect just on all about screen time. You know, it's like kind of a negative outlook on screen time. <laughs> and I mean that's basically the. I think the point of the movie is limiting screen time and, yeah. you know, things technology. with technology. But the movie is so silly and ridiculous. I mean, it's hard to really take anything in it seriously. In fact, it almost went too far. Like, my wife didn't care for it because it got so silly and stupid. And, yeah. I'm, and I was like the opposite. I'm like, yep, this is where I want it to be. Well, it's funny because I don't know. I just expect too much out of my horror movies. And when I <laughs> when I saw this, I saw this in the theater originally. And I don't know where I get off doing this, Jay, but I was just... The technology for me didn't work. I was like, yeah, no, oh, yeah. I, I don't know why I was judging. Like, I'm okay with voodoo. Voodoo is something I don't know that much about, but I know some technology stuff. I guess I can reboot my computer, I guess. But I'm like, no, <laughs> Megan. And that was like hard for me to like get around the technology. <laughs> Megan is very sophisticated. Um, very after the, sophisticated. After the commercial, it takes a, a very dark turn where a little girl's riding in a car with her parents, little girl, of course, the star of the movie, Violet McGraw, who plays Katie, and they get into a car accident. She gets shipped off to her aunt, played by Allison Williams, who who plays Gemma. And both uh, parents who, dead. Both parents dead. Both right parents away. dead. Uh, <laughs> Gemma is is the mom's sister, and she does not shed a tear really for her sister's death, or no. does not want the girl there, but she takes her anyway, even though they stayed in the movie. 
oh, she could go to her grandparents, but they're in Florida. Like, ew. Yeah. Things She'd rather happen. be with, I'd rather have her. Things happen really fast <laughs> when the parents yes. die. The, the aunt takes <laughs> over. They, the sisters apparently do not have a good relationship. The, the, the grandparents can't be bothered to leave their Florida trip. And so the aunt is living with the niece now, and she is not ready uh to be a parent i guess our guardian no she has no interest in it whatsoever she's a, a workaholic she's a tech wizard she's the one that invented this very sophisticated furby and you see her like in her lab working on this 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 next level doll that already has like the chucky skull kind of yeah. mechanical and it already is like twitchy and weird and then they put it off because it's too expensive and she should be working on the new I keep calling it Furby. I can't remember what it's actually called, but uh, the the next version of that thing because their uh, yeah. their competitors are doing cheaper versions and they need to get on that. Yeah, I think her job is to fix fix these Furby things, but she's doing a side project with the company's money and tools, and that's yeah. what Megan is. I just had this weird, you know, it, when we take into consideration Chucky and Megan, this this doll strength, <laughs> like uh, well, yeah, I just don't understand how the strength. Co- coincides like i always had this i used to have this joke about frankenstein about when they created this monster they made it eight feet tall i'm like you're not sure of what you're doing maybe make it like i don't know six inches so if it got out of line put a cup over it you know what i mean it's just like <laughs> trap it like but these dolls are so tough and strong and i just think if you're not sure jay how the tech's gonna work maybe make you, it you need to take precautions yeah <laughs> you need to think ahead a little bit like well what if this thing goes crazy yeah megan's like, plenty of movies about um, that like steel like wolverine insides like just like be destroyed <laughs> and uh and pretty soon well my favorite thing is when this movie when you get into like where Gemma works and she's at her little her office area you meet the people that are there and then you meet like the 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 super boss who's just the biggest typical in the world yeah uh, david played by ronnie chang and i i love this guy because he's so the horror movie and sci-fi businessman that you just yes. can't wait to watch get murdered like yeah, everybody you know that we're introduced to in the beginning i'm like yeah. i can't wait to watch you die and he's going to die that's like a given you know because it's like almost like karma for his attitude and mm-hmm. yeah even the people she works with like everybody that you meet you're like i cannot wait for you to get killed I, yeah, it's gonna it was- be so much fun and like even when you see the when I first saw the the trailer for it, I didn't finish the trailer because I didn't want it to, to get too much mm-hmm. taken. But I was like, you know what? This is going to be it's a killer doll movie. It's a it's it looks like it's fringing more on sci fi than it is horror. And I really like the idea of this. Let's go. And I never felt that it went uh, far enough. Like the trailers really implied that it was going to get nutty, especially when they showed the dance. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think in it and I think. Like I said, I think I told you, Jay, like the second time I watched it, I think I felt a little bit more chill because I'm, I'm look. it is labeled a science fiction movie, a suspense movie, a comedy movie and a horror movie. And I think if you take into consideration that it's a comedy movie, you right. kind of let some of those plot holes go. You know yeah. what I mean? You let it go a little bit. But with that said, go all out. Go crazy, man. Yeah. Man, there are no rules, apparently. So really explore the death i thought some of the deaths were pretty cool jay like yeah, uh, but i always felt like they were they were like they didn't go far as far as i thought they would and then i find out there's an unrated version that this was originally filmed rated r 
And as they were going, they're like, well, we could probably make this PG-13. So they trimmed it. And it turns out the day that this comes, that this podcast comes out, uh, the unrated version is released digitally and it'll be on Peacock. Okay. So I'm very excited to see like what the unrated or R-rated version of the movie was going to be. Because I, I I hope it says, because this movie feels like it's going to, it goes super campy at times, yes. especially with how ridiculous Megan can be. So I'm really hoping it's like, we're going all in because there's some there's some like you said the deaths they look like they're ready to go completely crazy and some of them are still pretty violent for pg-13 yeah and that's what i i guess i forgot about that that it is a pg-13 movie and that's what probably added to the popularity that you know teenagers could see it um i know that that dance that megan does was like a tiktok trend and oh yeah all my students were talking about this movie and stuff and i'm always a little hesitant jay to go into a pg-13 horror movie just because i don't want it watered down you know or, right and yeah, I'm, I am anxious to see what the rated R version looks like. Or the yeah, I know. Version. I just yeah. I feel like it's just gonna be a lot gorier. Like, so I mean, the movie as it kind of plays out, uh, they end up do they, she ends up making Megan um, to kind of help the girl a little bit, and mm-hmm. there's this bond that gets formed with the girl and Megan, and Megan is built to get smarter, kind of like the Terminator. I mean, yeah. she's sort of like a little Terminator mixed with Chucky. Um, For sure. The re- I would say the the remake Chucky, not our Chucky. Mm-hmm. The uh, the one that came out a few years ago, the Wi Fi um, connected. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, she's she basically can hook up to the internet, yeah, learn yeah, things, yeah. She's learning computer, <laughs> and uh, I think one of my favorite things is like Gemma clearly doesn't have any interest in being a parent, so she mm-hmm. lets Megan just do it. And there's a scene where like she's like hanging out on the couch drinking tea, and Megan's taking care of the girl, and yeah, and then they just kind of become obsessed with each other, which. You have to know, even with no parenting skills, you have to know that's not probably good for a kid. <laughs> like, no. uh, yeah. And but Gemma is just like getting her work done. She's under a lot of stress. It's like a bad time for her to have a kid or like to inherit a kid because she's just right. behind the deadline with all this boss stuff. And Megan comes around perfectly, and and she's designed to bond with whoever she's with, whatever the owner is, and then you know they become close and mm-hmm. the girl becomes dependent on Megan. Megan's dependent on the girl. Yep. And Gemma says the one thing that she shouldn't, which is protect her at all costs. Yeah. There you so, go. And <laughs> that's uh she should know better as being the robotics genius that she is. Yeah. Because she gives no limitations I, to Megan whatsoever. I told you this too, Jay, I think this is essentially um that episode of Simpsons where the Krusty the Clown doll goes crazy. Yeah, one of the, the, it's one of the like, early Treehouse of Horrors. I love that one. Yeah. Someone switched this doll to evil. <laughs> There's a simple switch that says good and evil. And that's essentially what Megan becomes. She just becomes there's a creepy part in the movie, Jay. I don't know if you remember this, where Megan doesn't understand death, but then it just like surfs the internet and just starts reciting like what death is and how death can occur. And it's like at that point. I'm not giving it to my my niece. No, I'm gonna maybe do some parameters on the role, the technology there. <laughs> yeah, when she starts getting into death and googling like murder, it's like oh, oh. And I think it's funny too, Jay, because everyone that dies—I might be missing somebody—but everyone that dies, you almost feel like they deserve it. You got the annoying neighbor and dog. You got uh, the boss that's just a <laughs> like you said. You got the kid. She goes to like a camp or like a school visit. And she gets paired up with this kid who is just awful. And uh, all these all these people that died, Jay, you could argue that they almost their characters deserved it. This movie's got the balls to to have the very first death be a dog. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. That almost never happens anymore in things. But even that dog was kind of a d- 
Oh, that dog deserved it. That is not what you call a good boy. But Megan is adapting, and there's a scene where this, the neighbor has an annoying dog, and there's a hole in the fence. Megan tries to retrieve a toy that the niece dropped over the fence and gets bit by the dog. When Katie tries to grab the arrow or tries to help Megan, she gets bit by the dog. And now the doll, now that Megan is like, uh oh, you hurt her. Yes. Now I must google death again <laughs> and it's it, it's anybody that messes with katie you get messed with and yes that doesn't stop at literally anyone i mean gem is fair game um wait the a first time she, like, <laughs> you just the, the first time she tells her like shut down and megan doesn't it's like uh i'm sorry what <laughs> yeah at that point i'm like all right you got to go <laughs> where's I mean, the you gotta have a you gotta have a fail safe in there she she yeah. must not have been like an a student when she was doing robotics yeah, Gemma, that, that seems like Robotics 101. <laughs> like, yes. Do not let the robot overpower you. And I like that she has a built-in, like, rock'em, sock'em robot. Uh, in the very beginning, you you see this big, giant one. And, like, the second you see it, you're like, okay, that's probably going to fight Megan at some point. Yeah. Right? At least I hope. And it <laughs> definitely, like that. that's the thing with this movie. You it, it shows you things, and if you've watched any horror movie before, or yeah. any movie, really, uh, you know exactly what's going to happen throughout this entire movie. Mm. And it's just the way it plays out, though, it's so much fun. And yeah, I just like watching Megan evolve. Yeah, just get more and more sinister and smarter. But you're, you're right. So they introduce this other robot prototype that's in the garage. And it's just like, you know, there's an old term for it in theater when they show you a gun. In the third act, the gun gets used. Yeah. And that's exactly, they show you this big old massive robot. It looks like, uh, what is that, BattleBots that w essentially comes into play later on to save the day. Also, I also think it's weird that Katie, has she been playing with this robot, this rock inside? Because she knew how to control it right away. Yeah, well, she, she saw how to do it once <laughs> mm -hmm. in the very beginning. And then by the end, she's like, oh, I know how to do this. Yeah. This is easy. I, I got this for sure. Yeah. And I love, I love like, you know, and it's funny because as the movie goes on, like, it seems like it's going to escalate. And there's this big what seems like it's going to be this big climactic moment where all these people are in like the big uh, building the where company, Megan's yeah. going to be revealed. Yeah. There's all these people there and Megan's already killed a couple times at this point. It's like, Oh, she's going to go on a slaughter. Like she's yeah. going to kill everybody. And they really don't. It comes, it ends up being this like kind of quiet, her stalking Gemma and Katie back at her house. Yeah. They're, like you said, the part, like she escapes from the lab and as soon as she escapes, the music kicks in and she's it's like, OK, we're going to get a montage of death because she's in this crowded company. You know, she kills the boss and the assistant knows how to set up, like frame the assistant. Uh, yeah. Makes the assistant kill him, like kills the assistant, tells the assistant, no, people are going to think you killed the boss and yourself. Yeah. I'm like, geez, Megan, Megan's like she's done a lot of research on uh, all of on just being a criminal mastermind. And I know people have seen it that didn't like it because they're like, was it supposed to be funny? I'm like, yeah, yeah. it was like, it's not, it, it knows what it is. This movie definitely, it, it knows when it needs, when it doesn't take itself too seriously. I mean, I think the funniest thing is this movie got so popular before it even came out because of that stupid dance that yeah. is like 10 seconds in the entire movie. Yeah. It, and, and they make a big deal of it. And it's like, it's barely in it. You blink and you miss it. And that, like that dance leads to, um, I just thought it was this one was weird. She takes, she takes a paper cutter blade, <laughs> which you like yeah. never. First off, 
you don't see those very often anymore, Jay. And also, it's just in the middle of a hallway. Like, why is it in the hallway? Why is it in the it's hallway? It's where like a plant should be. <laughs> yeah, and it's just it's <laughs> in the hallway it, where it's I don't know. It's just like a I don't know the hallway, of the building, and she rips that off, and it's the perfect machete. It's gone. It's kind of gone bonkers, but again, like you said, it just it pulled up short. I thought it really could have went. Yeah, all out. I mean, I enjoyed it. I had yeah. fun watching it. I, I'll, I'm sure, like you said, you liked it even better when you rewatched it. Mm -hmm. um, and I can't wait to to see the uh, the unrated version. And I, I do. I actually do recommend this movie. I, I I think it's a lot of fun, and you just have to go in knowing it doesn't take itself too seriously. People make a lot of stupid decisions that don't make any sense, but yes. That's the kind of movie it is. Yeah, and 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 Megan's like you said, she's creepy and funny. I I was I was always like smiling when she'd sing. She would like sing to the girl. Yeah, she does sing and occasionally. I just, yeah, I always thought that was funny. And even at the end, where she's uh, she tries to like save face with uh, singing again, almost uh -huh. reminiscent to Chucky when Andy had the uh, match and was like, "Wait, I'm your friend to the end." So I'm trying yep. to. Do yeah, the same mind games. I do love how they created her. I mean, some of it is puppet, some of it yeah. is a girl yeah, in a mask. Yeah, yeah. And there's definitely room for more. They they hint at it very strongly at the end that she's kind of yeah. in a moved on. Plus, the the assistant that we referenced earlier, uh, he was already busted as far as giving secrets of that company to the competitors. So people yeah, have Megan's. Yeah, he stuff, stole like, some files or something. And when Megan is defeated, or at least she thinks she's defeated, the Siri robot thing like yeah. turns as if I am almost now winks. Megan. It almost yeah. winks to the camera, like I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, um, I did think you, you you talked about it. The the dog. I thought you were going to mention the first death being the kid. You don't see kids. Uh, oh yeah, they I mean, often. it's a a dog and a kid. I mean, and the way that. Bang, they, bang. There's this bully kid that uh, the retreat. There's a, this whole section where the girl's at like this like camp retreat thing. Yeah, and she, I don't know why they take Megan along. I mean, she says she like, can't wants Megan. To Gemma's come like so bad. Yeah, she did, but then she's like, well, you can't take her with. Well, why even let her take her out of the house? Like, leave her at the house. The compromise is Jay that she can bring Megan, and Megan can stay with the other toys that all the kids have to leave. Then she this like million up. dollar prototype. Just gets yeah, to hang yeah. out under a tree. <laughs> so she, and then for some, they're doing some sort of scavenger hunt or something, and, and nobody wants to get paired with this bully kid who's very clearly stereotypically a bully. And, oh, he's gonna be a murderer someday. Yes. Yeah, so he gets paired up with Katie. He's like hurting her. He's like taking one of those weird acorn things, those what do you call those spiky seed things? And oh, like, uh pine cone chestnut or something i don't think it's, i don't know well, it's, One of those. it's a spiky tree thing all right google it no fun but he puts it in her hand and like squeezes her hand on it so it's like hurting her and i'm like oh yeah, it's really messed up megan's coming to get you and sure enough he finds megan megan comes and finds them and he's like oh this is a dumb toy steals megan and then there's kind of a an awkward scene where he, he like straddles megan yeah i didn't know what was about to happen Me at that either. moment but yeah. uh, Megan didn't hit, I mean, didn't last very long because she starts yanking his ear off, which I'm like, oh my God, the makeup effects are great. And then yeah. I don't, I want to, don't want to say exactly how he meets his end because I was kind of surprised by it. Killing kids, killing dogs. I mean, this movie is like, it goes, it goes for it when it wants to. For sure. I just wish it, it would have gone back. to that next level, which hopefully, you know, it does.
when they reveal the uh, the unrated version. But I don't I don't want to get my hopes up too much for a completely different movie. I've done yeah, that with a lot of directors. Get, and I'm like, you can't even tell half the time. You're gonna get probably a little bit more blood when the ear gets ripped off. Or yeah, something. that's probably it's going to be like digital splurts. That's gonna be about more it. F, uh, Megan dropping a couple uh, f bombs or something. And I thought the little girl was really good. The actress. Yeah, she's in. She plays, was in uh, uh, Hill House. She's the Hill House girl. Yeah, oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, which I really like. I, yeah. There's some scenes when they try to take Megan away when she's with the therapist and she actually goes a- absolutely a insane yeah. um, and like attacks the, the therapist. And I mean, there's some really interesting scenes with her and Megan and I like those. And it, it's funny because they have those moments that are completely sincere and then completely off the wall. And it also, just reminds me of that like ther- that therapist was awful too, Jay. I hate she's her. terrible. Yeah. She comes in and you want to slap her in the face. She's like, she did not cut Gemma any slack. Like, no, at all. Like, like seriously, the 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 time frame, Gemma gets Katie and like the therapist or whatever social worker visits her like the second day, and yeah, it's like you don't like have forty five minutes later. Oh, the therapist yeah. is here. <laughs> Dinner's not even ready yet. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. So I thought she might meet an end uh, because she was kind of had that you know meanness to mean streak about her too and she was awful yeah she was terrible and i i i, I hope she's one of them where the body count goes up in the end <laughs> yeah. rate. she ends up being one of them um but i do i do enjoy this movie i do recommend it i think people should check it out it is definitely better yeah. than it's definitely better than the child's play remake but i do think it's very similar i think they do very tread similar. On, on similar ideas between the two yeah, I don't know what the category is, but I am just, I am, I am a sucker for like toys or like inanimate objects, human looking things, mannequins coming alive and yeah. wreaking havoc. I don't know, but that's kind of my thing. So anytime there's a toy that, you know, even in, I'm, even in Poltergeist, when the clown dog comes alive and chokes the kid, I'm like, oh, I think yeah. some about innocent things like toys should not be doing that. And some about that, that just <laughs> always, I think it's really spooky. Yeah, and it, it could happen at any moment. You yep. never know. You and never I've got plenty know. of toys in the room that I don't want to come to life and murder me. Specifically, <laughs> oh, in the corner. I know you're playing with fire, buddy. You better, you better stop reading those voodoo books you read out loud. <laughs> well, they're fun. I know they are good reads, and they have good pictures. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other reason that I wanted to have you on was because not not only uh, do you have a new comedy special that you can watch on YouTube. You yep. have a comedy album that's finally out. I know you've been working on it forever. Yeah. Why don't you tell us about it? Well, yeah, it, it's uh, it only took me like 20 years. <laughs> it's like uh, <laughs> it's my first album. Uh, it's called The Son of Tom and Jerry. My mom's name is Geraldine. My dad's name is Tom. And so that was kind of always a running joke. Their names are Tom and Jerry. And I thought that'd be kind of fun to play with. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's just, I recorded at the Jukebox Comedy Club in Peoria, Illinois. I kind of consider that my home club. And it came out, when was it released, Jay? Like a couple, two days ago? It was like, a, yeah, well, when this 17th. dropped, it'll be a week, week ago, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, I'm just kind of still, um, still kind of in awe and just kind of like, kind of in that weird phase of, I don't know what this means. Um I've already, I went for a walk a couple nights ago and listened to it. And it was cool, Jay, because it sounded like something right off iTunes or, yeah. you know, Apple. And I'm like, oh, this is really professionally, like, sounds good. It sounds like, 
it sounds like a comic I would listen to, uh-huh. I guess. So yeah, I'm pretty thrilled with it. And hopefully, you know, people download it or buy it. And I think it means that I, I will eventually get some scratch from it. And my big thing is exposure. Um, right. Just, just trying to get more exposure just on a national scale. And hopefully that's what this does. But it's a lot of my a lot of my dry bar comedy uh, on this album because I wanted to put it on an album. But it's got some new. It's about an hour. It's an hour of comedy. So I'm pretty proud of it. And I I, I plan on the next 20 years to release my second album. <laughs> so <laughs> well, I mean, this is this is a whole lifetime of material you're putting together is. here. It's hard it to get is. a follow up to that. Luckily, I do have tons of stuff. And, you know, with kids and all these dogs floating around here, I have tons of material uh, that that would just ha- happen. And I just got to I got to work it out. But um, this is great. Jay, I just kind of what I do is when I ever do something like this, I just kind of sit back for about a week and just relax mm-hmm. and just kind of soak it all in. And then I get I get kind of ambitious again. I get motivated to, to do right. it. Again. Well, yeah, I've been working and, on this for a long time. I'm trying to piece it all together in the right way. And yes, definitely. Uh, that can't and be I, easy. No, it's not. And I'm just, you know, there's a lot of, and I wanted to do it. Um, a lot of comics do albums like DIY. They do them themselves. But I, I just wanted to do it through a, another party that they wanted me to do it. So that's what this 800 pound gorilla who records a lot of like really good comics. So I'm even honored to be involved with this recording company. They reached out to me and they set the parameters. There were a lot of meetings and there was a whole, like it was pretty uh, thrilling Jay, because I had to have like a meeting with these people in Nashville and they were like my team of uh, promoters and they had like a game plan. They were sitting all around this conference room and it felt, it was really, it was really big time. It really felt cool. That's awesome. Yeah. But it also felt like, too much but at the same time this is their job but i just yeah. was really grateful for them and yeah it, i think it turned out good you saw i was putting a lot of clips out like teasers for the mm-hmm. for the album and i i've a lot of positive feedback jay i did make the mistake a couple like i think it was last night i was bored and i read some of the youtube comics which were good but there's always a couple of stragglers that uh and those are the ones you notice too aren't they i know I know, man. Just because all I saw what? were good ones. I looked at it today, and I didn't see any <laughs> negative ones, but I'm sure you did, and that yeah. that'll just like stick to you. Yep. Like one guy, uh, one guy just put hard to watch. <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> oh, okay. And one one uh, clever person put awful, and I'm like, oh, a lot and of thought went into that one. It is, it is, Jay. Like I'm okay, but it's like it's just like I just don't understand that concept of. <laughs> watching it and if you don't have anything nice to say maybe just don't yeah (laughs) i mean jay it's clear that this was not like a thing i did in a day this was like something that i worked on right it was a culmination and these people just sit there and like yeah so i don't know well it's funny too because i mean i've known you for a while now and and i've heard some of those jokes before live i've heard them on a couple things and it's fun to watch them change slightly like you some of them have evolved over time and it, it's nice to, to hear that and actually one of my favorite jokes was one that uh you even acknowledged like the audience wasn't quite there yet it was the the three bears joke that you made yeah i thought was hilarious <laughs> i'm like that's like that's like quintessential dad joke right there i love it i know i love that one too because it's it, it does work and then when i add uh you know it's essentially a joke about the goldilocks and the three bears and i say when the joke hits i say okay we got a couple of readers and it's yeah. kind of a slam at uh-huh. the audience uh but yeah I, i'm just really proud of that one 
a lot of the jokes that maybe don't hit as well, Jay, are the ones that I'm like, I got to have it on there. I, I want right. it on there uh, just because yeah. I feel I, I, I love it. I think it's got potential and it just kind of fits my style, I think. So, yeah. And I, I've listened to it. Uh, I listened to it immediately when I realized, oh, yeah, I, Friday, know, I, can, I can listen to it. So I, I downloaded it through Apple Music and I was like, well, I don't know how that works. So I'm going to delete it and I'm going to go buy it on iTunes instead. Yeah, I so, appreciate that, Jay, but I don't know why you put hard to watch on the comments on YouTube. Like, why? Oh, well, you know, I, I didn't <laughs> want to get too in depth on my hatred of it. <laughs> because I would like to point out how ridiculous <laughs> our meeting was last time we saw each other. Yeah, you, yeah. You, I, you brought me a, your brand new shirt, me, Jay Thomas, man in a wheelchair. And what does the shirt say, Chris? Um, what well, does it say? The shirt says... I stand. I I stand. I stand. <laughs> and as I was walking up to your house with the shirt, I'm like, "Oh, I'm gonna give Jay a shirt because he's my buddy." I'm like, "Oh sh." I go, Emily. My wife was with me. I'm like, Emily, we can't. But then you saw me. I'm like, Oh no! I and I told you, I go, Jay. And luckily, you're a good sport because, <laughs> jeez, it's so fun. And actually. Uh, I I was very happy to uh, to wear it. I, I stand with Chris Schlichting. I stand with Schlichting. <laughs> it's, a, it's a funny joke. It's actually one of my favorite jokes on on the album. Uh, the reason oh, for this shirt to exist. Yeah. And, uh, your donut joke. And uh, I thought that was so funny because I've always been very very self aware and like standing jokes. I've been making them for years. Like yeah. literally, I was in an elevator once with with a friend of mine, and I just met her not that long before. And it was a group of us, and she goes, "Does anybody ever jump before the elevator lands?" I'm like, "No, I don't. <laughs> I don't." When I saw you come up with that shirt, I was like, "This is the best thing ever." This I is know, and the, only you, Jay. You're such a good sport, and you know my. I don't have a. I'm not malice. I don't have malice in my heart against you. You know I love you, but yeah, that was that was like vintage slick teen like messing up there but uh, uh i'll make another one for you it'll just say i'm good sitting down i still love slick teen uh we'll, we'll make a we'll put an asterisk by that one or something so yeah hey, Jay, I, what do I, they I say don't look don't look a gift horse in the mouth all right just say take your <laughs> damn shirt and i love it it, yes. it almost glows in the dark it was it so does. funny. I was holding, uh, I was holding my cat, and it was next to the refrigerator, and like this green was like glowing on him. Like, what's going on? Like, oh, it's my shirt. Yeah, it's hopefully, yeah. Great. It's to remind you of the pain I caused you. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it won't, it won't go away. <laughs> it was so good, but it, that was, uh, and that seems like it was so long ago. That was like the middle of the summer uh, when yeah. when you were in, in town. Uh, but I, yeah, I, I, I got to come out there because... again. Uh, I, I didn't get a chance to meet your wife in person. She wasn't feeling that great, but I did get a chance to meet uh, old Chucky in person. And that was, that was a thrill. Yeah. We, it was almost like a picnic outside with bring it, bring in Chucky. And it was so funny. Cause like, <laughs> I remember my neighbor was out there like throwing stuff away. He's like, is that a Chucky doll? <laughs> it's funny. Like I held him like a baby. I picked him uh, up like meeting a celebrity. It was so funny. You were it so giddy. Great. And the one thing that was bad about it is as soon as I picked it up, as soon as I saw it, I'm like, damn it, I want one of these. And I know me, I know. Jay, the, if I think about it, I know I'm going to get it eventually. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> so, Well, that was me too. That was me for so long. I'm like, I just, I really want this so bad, but I, I, I can't justify it. Uh, yeah. But I got to say, it looked like Emily was warming up the Chucky too. She was. And in fact, she just did on, 
like uh, Emily went down the wormhole a little bit ago. I told you she she watched the first one. I had it on just kind of in the background, and she sat down and watched it. Now she's seen it before, and then sure enough, it just kind of stoked that love that we have, and she watched all of them. Oh boy! And, uh, yeah, so I'm thinking it's perfect timing. I'm gonna see how much money I make off this album, and I'm gonna see if I can finally get that bad boy. I mean, you're gonna have houses with with different wings in it because this thing's gonna blow up. And I, and That's in the cool. show notes of the podcast, whatever you're listening on, uh, the link is on there to go to purchase it, watch it on YouTube. They can leave a comment or like uh, make a review, but as long as it's like nice, otherwise yes. they don't have to say anything. Just just five stars. I'm gonna tell you right now, it's five stars. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. It's a really easy listen. And I think one thing yeah. that uh, mm-hmm. I saw a comment and I realized it was it didn't even put it together, but it's a very clean album. Like there's nothing, there's nothing bad in it. It's very family yeah. friendly, but still funny. And that was something I, I strive to do a little bit because I think it's just going to open up so many doors, you know, in terms of like a PG 13 movie, you just get more audience. Yeah. You get, you get a bigger audience. And plus, you know, Jay, I am a teacher still. Um, and I just try to try to keep that look and I'm not a dirty person as it is, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be someone I'm not. I like the goofy stuff, like guinea pigs doing surgeries and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> also one of my favorites, but they, check I it out. Too. The son of Tom and Jerry. It's an amazing album. It's great special, uh, where you can get iTunes, basically wherever yeah. you can get it. It's available, right? Yeah. My handle, my handle is slick comedy, S C H L I C K comedy. And I'm on like everything, Twitter, uh, uh, TikTok, and you can get it through my profile and stuff, but yeah, I appreciate the support. We'll see what happens. And it's just, whatever happens, it's just nice to have a notch in my belt again, you know, for, for comedy, it just kind of justifies the career a little bit, you know, and it's going good. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, very, thanks. I'm very glad that uh, things are going so well. Well, remember Jay, when I make it, you make it. That's right, and I stand with Schlichting. Oh, c- damn you. <laughs> Daily Watch Podcast is an alpha media production. Show me down, but I won't fall. I am titanium. Good night, Katie.